your Newcastle. My name is Carol Duncan and we are this time talking about the city's burgeoning street art, which is hard to miss, really, because it's everywhere you look in this rapidly changing city we are seeing. This is a really, I guess, visible and tangible reminder of just how much we are changing. And our guests for part one of this discussion about public art, Katerina Skumbus, who's the Festival Director of the Big Picture Fest. Kat, welcome. Thank you. And Jacinta Fenton, the owner and manager of The Wall Station and The Little Festival. Hello. Hello. Are you seeing this in the city as well, this immense change. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's happening all over the world. We've got some really interesting and exciting shifts happening in Newcastle. And I think that it's probably one of those towns around the country that are leading that change in Australia of seeing some really exciting street art. It's become a real trend over the world. And I think that, yeah, Newcastle's got so many blank walls that we're filling up quite quickly. It definitely is a change. We're seeing artists move from studio work to big scale. I think the fact that Adelaide University has a Master's in Public Art says a lot about how seriously the art world is starting That's to fantastic. take. fantastic. Yeah, starting to take, you know, you know, starting to really believe in street art and public art as a viable artistic form. I think one of the things that I really love about my role as a councillor is, in fact, two of the committees that I get to chair. Uh, and I always call them the most fun committees in council. One is the Community and Culture Advisory Committee and the other is the Public Art Reference Group. And because both of these groups are things that really affect people's uh, day-to-day lives, but in hopefully really positive Ways So things that are, you know, uh, cultural events and activities that are good for our hearts and good for our brains and good for our kids and our relationships. However, I was going to ask you, Kat, firstly, how would you describe that difference between public art and street art? Street art for me has its roots in graffiti, graffiti writing, graffiti art. Public art is very broad in difference. It's it's can be anything from a light installation to a really beautiful bronze sculpture as well as all the paintings in between and um, and really amazing different you know fabrics used through public art I think public art takes in from the environment street art is a little bit more you know stems from both that graffiti and fine arts background and It usually says, I mean, they all say something. So in terms of comparison, it's just more of a refined category, I see, uh, you know, in the scheme of public art. So, yeah, street art, I think, is stemming from from the graffiti world and always kind of making a statement. But now it's becoming something that fine artists, you know, as Jacinta said, are coming out of the studio and actually bringing their canvases out on large-scale streets for the entire community to share. Yeah, I would sort of say that um, public art is generally very expensive. Mm. So they're <laughs> bigger sculptures, they're big installations. Street art still has that free form. It's a bit edgy. Some of it's illegal. Some of it's <laughs> almost legal. Some of it is legal. Mm. And it definitely has that graffiti sort of hip hop roots from, you know, steeped in tagging and kids running around scribbling on trains. And it moves its way into people doing more, I guess, 
artwork that looks like something that you understand on the street so it goes from scribbling right through to small little stencils and little paste ups in laneways Mm. and then artists gain confidence and they do bigger pieces so they might do something that's a meter by a meter then the next time they might do something that's two by two meters and then they might start applying for council funding to do bigger walls and murals and then we start to sort of move into street art where you are doing it with permission generally how do you figure into that the ephemeral nature of some of what you've just been talking about some of it's not legal (laughs) some of it is some of it's here for a good time and not a long time and that's okay Well, us humans are quite ephemeral. We don't last forever. I think it's part of the joy of street art. It changes. You've got artists who put a piece up and someone else will come along and have a conversation with it and put a piece next to it and it sort of changes the nature of both artworks. They become sort of one artwork and someone else might put a piece next to it and next thing you know, the whole laneway is having a discussion between the different artists. You've got paste-ups which sort of peel off and decay and there's a certain delight in seeing that as well. Um, You've got stencils that get put up. You might have someone whitewash off a whole wall and people might feel heartbroken. But for artists, they they give things to the street and, and once they're given, they're not theirs anymore. Around 15 years ago, I'm guessing, um, an artist placed a number of just simple red stencils of a reindeer around the city. Here and there, they would just pop up. And I absolutely, I think I've still got a photo of the reindeer somewhere. And they were on things that, you know, they probably shouldn't have been on. But I still loved seeing the whimsy of the reindeer Mm. whenever it popped up. Your Newcastle is changing daily and we care about you. Have your say at newcastle.nsw.gov.au. One of the things I love about having you both in here for this conversation is, is I guess, the scale of the works and the projects and the festivals that you work on. Cat, big picture fest, obviously. We're talking big. Mm. Jacinta, the little festival. We're talking little. This is this is wonderful having both of your creative minds in here, and and I guess you you have conversations together as well. I'm assuming about how your your works and projects and festivals work together and are complementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we we both have that understanding, and working collaboratively only makes for a better experience for the whole community. So I think it's really exciting to be able to present the diversity of of what street art, urban art, is about. And, you know, Big Picture really focuses on those large-scale murals. We would love to have more, I guess, more scope in terms of higher buildings in Newcastle, but we don't have a lot of high buildings. Perhaps we just give it a couple more years. But it's it's very much about staying in our lanes and, and I guess, specialising with featuring the artists that we know are going to bring those gifts to the community. Big Picture, I think, is really about not just you know the the murals themselves but also the artists that are behind those murals and making sure that those artists have really great experiences and are well looked after through the festival experience which you know I think sometimes those artists do get over the time and over the scope of festivals they they tend to come with their stories of like oh yeah I got forgotten in the corner (laughs) with a banana we try not to do that you know and we want to make sure that everyone's treated both as a professional but as part of that street art family. Mm. I've done street art, large-scale street art festivals for the past four years. I did two in Sydney and I did one this year in March in Canberra in Braddon Civic and the National Triangle for the ACT government. So we had 31 walls and structures and we had 35 artists and we had a lot of big walls. 
it was a lot of work <laughs> and it was very exciting. And while I was doing it, you know, there were various challenges with it, but I, you know, it was my third one and I thought, I noticed that, you know, for the festivals I'd been working on, there wasn't a lot of female representation. And I started to think about how can I elevate diversity more? How can I do something mm. differently? And it really struck me that if we were to change the scale of a festival to more of the things you find organically in laneways in Sydney, Melbourne, you know, um, New York, mm. that that is by far more um, accessible for artists so not everyone's got the guts to get up 12 stories in the air and paint a monster wall <laughs> that's a certain type of person I mean community love that it's so exciting I mm. love the big walls mm. but also I personally love the small pieces like the reindeers that you were talking about that you discover out on the street you stop and you really wonder about what they are and what they mean there's a famous artist in Sydney when I was living in Sydney and he painted stripy little simple stencil cats and I had one outside my house and I didn't realize I had one outside my house when I started. I got a grant to do the stencil art prize. And then, you know, then I started seeing these beautiful stripy stencil cats all over town. And they just meant so much to me. And they're so wonderful. So I guess it's like the forest canopy and the forest underlay. Mm. And the artists also have, you know, a real spectrum of skills too mm. to offer. So what you'll see is a lot of the local artists who were featured in the Big Picture Fest lineup in 2020 are also in the lineup for the Little Festival because you know artists are multifaceted just like any other human being and I think it's really great to be able to reflect the diversity of that community and that's really my take on the purpose of art yeah to be able to reflect the diversity and make people think feeling social follow City of Newcastle on Facebook Instagram Twitter and LinkedIn Katarina Skumbas, who's the festival director of the Big Picture Fest, which is coming soon, mm. and Jacinta Fenton, the owner and manager of the Wall Station and Little Festival. Jacinta, you mentioned something really interesting, and I wanted to dive into this with both of you, because particularly when we're talking about street art, and you made the comment that was something about the lines of being able to understand it or to comprehend it. And I wonder how we can, all of us, and certainly within a city, maybe encourage conversations that change perceptions from graffiti to perhaps understanding or comprehending what that is that we're actually looking at rather than kids and spray cans. That's interesting. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, so are you asking how do people move past just tagging and graffiti's bad to sort of starting to appreciate the artistic merit in street art. Yep. Yeah. I think that people can look at some of the bigger artworks that exist in Newcastle and really stop and have a look at them and think for a moment, you know, how did they make that? How would I get up there and paint that? How um, did they begin? How did they begin? What does this artwork mean? And once you actually stop and take in artworks, even if you don't like them, I don't certainly don't like every mural I see, but once I stop and I have a think about it, and I do it with architecture as well, um, mm. a new building will go up and I'll be like, oh, I don't like that. Music. Music, the same it's thing. It's all subjective. Mm. Yeah. And just having those thoughts about, you know, how did they make it? I wonder what it means. It can really start to change your insight into and your your attitude towards art. Um, it can help you respect it, even if you don't like it. 
Kat, give us a little bit of a, a deep dive into the Big Picture Fest because people have now had a few years to see some of these amazing large-scale artworks. Mm. I know I recently shared the, a photo of uh, the work by Inari uh, down at the uh, Behind New Space yep. and people always comment on how amazing it is. And we are, are you running out of walls yet? No. Oh, good. <laughs> no, but there are quite a few of us in town actively searching for walls. So, you know, please reach out if you have one. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not running out of walls. I, I think Big Picture Fest, what it did in 2020 was really lay a, an important foundation for local street artists in Newcastle who have now just flown the coop and doing jobs left, right and centre, which is really exciting. So people like Jordan Lucky, Olas One, um, Ellie Hannon, Bronte Naylor, Inari, who you mentioned, um, even Patricia Van Lubeck, Tom Henderson, all those artists who are actually from Newcastle and um, really now able to flex their muscles more broadly have given the city, I think, a real sense of pride and been able to pull art out of the gallery and out onto the streets. And that's something that we really push with Big Picture Fest. It's an outdoor exhibition, you mm. know, and if mm. you can see it like that, it takes you out of your everyday commute and gives you something to think about and to look look at in whatever way you're going to respond to it. I think it's really important role for art to, to play. Yeah, it starts discussions. You might be out on the street lining up for coffee yeah. and you might start discussing, oh, I don't like that or, oh, I really <laughs> like that or what do you like about it or... I or, think or it's what good do you know reasons. about it? You know, like it's kind of yeah, I it is a talking point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I was there when the artist was painting it, and that's really the unique offering of Big Picture. Yeah. You do get these amazing walls, but over the weekend, that three-day experience is actually go out there and talk to the artist and and ask the questions you want to know about the piece while they're working. One of the interesting things about a city that goes from having not a lot of street art to suddenly having a lot is when people are driving through, they see these big artworks and they think, oh, there must be something here. Yeah. All these big, huge murals. I'm going <laughs> to look get... at all this cool stuff. This has got to well, be a I'm cool going to get place. out of the car and have a look. Yeah. Oh, there's a coffee shop and there's a jewellery shop and there's a maker space. And... Mm. If you're not from Newcastle, you can very easily drive down Hunter Street and not really realise the depth of the creative community here, especially that that stems through the creative businesses, you know, the local artists, the practitioners. And I think those walls do stand out for those reasons, for sure. And I think... What we want to do is, you know, go beyond the tribute memorial walls, which I think is a a really beautiful thing and has its place, especially in regional towns. But for a city like Newcastle, I think it's really important to show the, the varying styles of artworks that are out there. Yeah. All right. So the Big Picture Fest is returning to Newcastle from September 30 to October 2, eight new mural sites. And there'll be a lot going on through it as well. The thing I particularly love about this is how inclusive it is for community, because as you said, you can come and talk to the artist. I remember talking to Finton McGee when he was doing the massive wall over in a museum park. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how often do you get to do something like that? Talk to the artist while they're creating a thing 
is really wonderful. So that's coming up in September. September's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a a really exciting time for Newcastle locals and a, a real reason to come and visit the city. The Little Festival. This is your inaugural little festival for Newcastle. It is. It's really exciting and it's going to be street art, graph art, installation art, guerrilla art, um, pop-up art, mini sculptures, tiny miniatures. It will be part of a co-exhibition at Playstate Curate Gallery with Big Picture Festival. There'll be some live painting, there'll be some installations and there'll be some street performance. So it's I'm terming it post-muralism, um, but <laughs> it's a bit punk rock, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's um, a lot of temporary and ephemeral artworks. There's going to be 50 artists, a stack of locals, Jen Denzen, Bronte, Tom Ireland, Fiona Lee, Brady Watt, um, plus heaps of your regulars on the Australian street art scene like Crisp and Camo and Helen Proctor, miniature uh, internationally known miniature artists like Tinky and Michael Peterson who do the most incredible tiny teeny little figurines and you see them and you stop and you go oh wow oh that's funny and one of the things I love about having things at a smaller scale is you can be that bit more daring you can be a bit more curious you can be a bit more courageous you know in a weird way something that's a bit cheeky when it's smaller is not as um, <laughs> you don't get in as much trouble is what as, I'm going to as say. if cat put it on yes. a massive wall yes yeah okay I've been there mm-hmm. okay so I have seen you've shown me uh, through some of our conversations a couple of photographs of beautiful little miniatures ideas and these are like little itty bitty tensy wincy things how do we encourage people to if they see one don't pick it up or at least leave it for a couple of days so we can all enjoy it because you never know where you're going to spot them. It's part of the whole, it's it's not going to last. Street art kind of, take it or leave it. Yeah. Some will get broken, some will blow away, some will be pinched, some will be left there for a long time. Yeah. Okay. And that is uh, around the, the CBD hidden locations uh, on the 1st and 2nd of October. It's just wonderful. We've got the big and the little and so complimentary um, and really looking forward to it. So uh, keep an eye on our websites as well at Council for more information on when and where. Cat. Big Picture Fest website? Thebigpicturefest.com.au Thelittlefestival.com.au See, easy as that. Thank you so much for coming in and having a a conversation about um, art in public and we'll see you on the streets very soon with some more beautiful art. Thank Thank you. That's your Newcastle. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us wherever you listen. 